Welcome to the Seeing Beauty Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Lori Marie. Seeing Beauty Sessions is about stories of how women have turned their pain into purpose. Welcome back to Seeing Beauty Sessions. I am so excited. I am your host, Lori Marie, and we are jumping into season two. You guys, oh my God, it's been such an incredible uh, break that we've had in between. I have been out uh, traveling and meeting all these amazing women who have shared their stories with me. The lineup for this season is just incredible. I mean, all of our women are incredible and all their stories are really amazing how they've transformed their pain into purpose, but I'm really excited for this season and some of the guests that we have, um, and I'll be sharing more about that later, um, but it's been quite a journey the last several months, and I've really kind of taken a step back and, and stepped away from everything that I was doing for a while to really get clear on where I wanted to go next. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need to take a break from social media and from what we're doing to really get clear on what we want, what we desire. And so I just needed to give myself permission to do that for a while because, you know, when I first started, um, after I became a coach, in 2015, I, you know, was just dead set on like, I'm going to be a coach and this is what I'm doing now. And I got lost along the way, which I think is normal. You know, I, I kind of left photography and I was at a point where I was kind of burnt out from doing so many weddings and all the editing and everything else that went into it. And um, having a background in so many different areas, um, you know, branding and style and business and all these different things that I've done throughout my life, I kind of got lost along the way. And so for a few years, I was trying to figure it all out. And uh, the messaging got really messy and I kind of like lost my way a little bit which is okay because sometimes I think we need to get lost in order to come back home. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I had been helping, you know, women with branding and with business and helping all these amazing women start their businesses. And I really got to a point where I was, uh, you know, self-sabotage was definitely at work. And it was really interesting now looking back on it to see how my people-pleasing pattern had been fully in charge <laughs> and I had been um, serving and which is beautiful. It's wonderful to give. It's wonderful to serve. Um, but I was doing so at my own detriment. And so this last like four months, I really kind of stepped away from all of it. I kind of walked away from Facebook for a while and away from my group that I had been, uh, you know, giving so much in for so long to really kind of step back and take a look at, okay, where do I want to go next and what am I doing? <laughs> um, I remember when we first left in June, 
uh, to go on this road trip, which was only intended to be a month, but the universe had other plans for us. And it ended up being more like three and a half, four months, somewhere along there. But um, I remember the day we left, just having this overwhelming feeling of, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what I want to do anymore. Like, I, like, who am I? <laughs> and what am I here for? And I just felt so um, alone and so lost and so just um, confused, really. And confusion for me is definitely a, a pattern that comes up. Um, so I really had to take time to kind of go inward again, to come back home to myself, to connect with spirit again. I hadn't been doing that for a while, which no wonder I ended up getting lost. Um Anytime we kind of, you know, stop listening to our intuition and stop uh, receiving guidance, it's really easy to get lost. And so I really had to come back home to myself and take a look at how things had been playing out and where certain behaviors <clears throat> of like overgiving or people pleasing were, were not serving me anymore and what I really needed to... Um, you know, to, to do to get focused again and really understand like, okay, what am I trying to do here? What am I trying to create here? And so, because I know I have a purpose and I know I have a, a big mission, right? Um, but even in this podcast, I kind of got lost, you know, I was, you know, doing all these things and like, photographing all these women and telling their amazing stories and and it's wonderful and I I can I want to continue to to do that but there too I was putting so much focus on creating this that I was abandoning everything else I was trying to do and trying to create and I don't get paid for this <laughs> and so that was becoming very problematic um and so I kind of took a step back and what I have learned uh, in the last four months is that I'm really here to share myself, to share my journey, and to share other women's journey and support other women in self-love. And so I've really gotten clear on self-love and body is where I need to be, right? That's the space I need to occupy. That's the message I need to share, whether that's on the podcast or through courses, classes, workshops, that sort of thing. And so, um, that's really exciting for me to finally feel like I'm at a place where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. And I see where I've been resistant and I see where I've been avoiding it. And um, and that's very common. So just know that like if you're out there and you're like, oh, what is my purpose? What am I doing? Look at the things that come easiest to you because that is a very good clue and indicator of kind of where you're meant to be. And a lot of times, you know, we resist the things that come easiest to us. We resist the things that are like naturally inherent within us. And um, and so it's really funny. We like to make things really difficult and make things harder than they need to be. So, um, so I share that just to say like if you're struggling and you're not sure where you're going or where you're headed, like know that one, it's okay to be confused. It's okay not to know. Um, but start to get curious and look at where, what am I naturally good at? What have I done my whole life? 
You know, what are the things that just come so easy to me that, you know, we oftentimes dismiss the gifts and the things that come easiest to us. And, um, and so it's easy, easy for us to overlook them, but we don't realize that for other people that may not be so easy, right? So, you know, look at the ways that you naturally create or you naturally give or just who you are naturally. Like, if you're not sure, ask your friends, like, what would you say is unique about me? You know, and just see what they have to say. Uh, we ended up road tripping down through the the south and we went through Arkansas and through New Mexico and Arizona. I got to see my son twice. Um, so that was exciting and fun. Um, we ended up going through Joshua Tree and visiting some friends down there and having, you know, some just really amazing experiences. And uh, we funded it all through renting out our, our apartment on Airbnb, <laughs> which was very much uh, divinely guided as well. Um, and at some point, I'll probably talk about that more, maybe not on this podcast, but um you know, it was it was just a really incredible experience. And at one point, we weren't supposed to be, well, <laughs> you know, we're always guided to where we're supposed to be. But our plan was not to be in Los Angeles until, like, um, the following day. We had a friend having a beach circle. My friend Laura was having a beach circle and in Redondo. And we weren't supposed to be there until the next the following day but we were able to make it there I wanted to be there support her love on her and um, as a result uh, being in that beach circle she had a friend that was uh, about to travel and was really worried about you know who was gonna watch her place and take care of her cats and so we ended up staying and so we ended up in LA for longer than we anticipated but it all worked out beautifully and I was able to then um, kind of put a call out to all these women to um, in LA to see who would be willing uh, to share their stories. And so that's how a lot of season two was created. And uh, one of those women also is my mentor and uh, teacher and who I went through the Fearless Living program with. And so that was really awesome to be able to like meet up with her and spend the day with her and um, and also get to photograph her and I'll be sharing more about that later. Um, so yeah, I got to meet some really incredible women and really also understand like what I'm desiring for myself along the way. Um, I kind of took a look at, okay, what are my zone of genius? What am I really good at and what do I really want to let go of because a lot of times we think we have to do it all and we think we have to be it all a loving act is being able to know what to let go of you know part of loving yourself and being on this self-love journey is to know when to let go of certain things so whether that be you know having someone else do your laundry or your you know, cleaning or, you know, having someone else do your editing or, 
you know, whatever it is that you struggle with, um, maybe you're not into cooking, you know, so maybe having some sort of subscription service that can, you know, send you meals or, you know, if you can have someone come in and clean for you, like know what to let go of, know what eats up your time and where you could be spending that time because money is infinite. Like money's always going to be there. You know, I know that is a, you know, triggering statement for some, but it is true. Like there always will be more money, but our time is not infinite. And so when we can give up um, a little bit of our money, and a lot of times it's a lot less than we think, um, when we can give up some of that to give us back some of our time, like what could you do with the time you spend cleaning every week? You know, what could you do with the time you spend, uh, you know, doing your laundry or <laughs> pick a thing, right? So it was really important for me to take a look at, okay, what do I love doing? What really lights me up and what can I let go of? And so I really started exploring that for myself. And that too in itself is a loving act. So um, I really just got clear over the last four months on kind of where I'm going and where I'm headed. And I've really kind of taken a look at too, like what I've learned over the past six years being on the self-love journey, right? And it's not just, you know, it's not just about self-care. It's not just about bubble baths and manicures and pedicures. Like that's all, you know, that's one piece. It's one tiny piece to the puzzle. Like self-care is just kind of like the basics, right? It's like caring for yourself, um, taking showers, brushing your teeth, um, you know, that sort of thing, eating well, sleeping. All those things are just very basic uh, parts of this journey. But self-love is also taking a look at the behaviors, beliefs, the choices, and the patterns that are coming up that aren't serving anymore. And so I've really uh, started looking at that. And also it's looking at your shadow pieces, right? So for, for those of you who aren't familiar, like shadow work is looking at the parts of you that you feel that you don't want anybody else to see right, that you feel are unlovable or unworthy or the parts of you that you judge or that you have shame around or that you feel aren't enough. And it's really learning to be kinder to yourself, to be more compassionate with yourself and more loving and to really um, also be accountable, you know, like be accountable for your shit <laughs> and take a look at, okay, where am I not showing up for myself? Where am I needing to um, you know, be kinder to myself? Where am I? You know, it's really just taking an honest look at what's not working in your life and also to look at what is working and to give yourself that credit and to give yourself that love and, and, and acknowledge like how you've been doing well. Because a lot of times we don't celebrate how well we're doing. I know for me, it's really difficult to um, to celebrate all that I, I've done or that I've, uh, that I do, right? Because I'm, I've, I've had a, a kind of a pattern of looking at like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? But not really celebrating the journey. And so that's something I'm really been diving into. And this journey, like it's given me so much. It's given me the ability to love and accept myself, including my body, because if you don't 
love your body, you're not loving yourself. Like your body is not separate from you. It is a part of you. And so um, it's learning to love and accept your yourself and your body. It's uh, being able to look at, again, those pieces and those parts that you feel unworthy or that aren't enough and give them love. Um, being on the self-love journey has given me the ability to love more, to give more, to have more confidence and self-worth. Um, it's also helped me to release judgment and shame of myself. And um, it's a continued practice. It's not, I'm not always perfect at this journey, but I've come along like light years away from where I had been. Um, and I've also learned that, you know, on this journey, it requires support and it, it requires ongoing support and mentorship because it's so easy for us to get lost along the way and to forget who we are and to forget like where we're going and to forget just to even, you know, care for ourselves. Like the first thing to go, I don't know about you, but I know for myself, like the first thing to go when I am feeling lost is like, if my self-care routine goes, then that, then I'm off, that I go off the rails. <laughs> like the first thing to go is always self-care. Whenever I'm like feeling overwhelmed or anxious or whatnot. It's like, that's always the first thing to go. So I've just come to know and understand and know that investing in my myself and um, having support and having mentorship is just a non-negotiable. Like investing in myself is part of my self-love journey, like period. It's just as important as drinking water or like feeding myself well or moving my body. Like it's just as, as important. Um, so it's something that I've really come to understand that it requires support and that none of us can do it alone. And it's so important to have community and have the support and to have a tribe of like-minded people trying to do the same thing. Because uh, as my beautiful mentor, uh, Rhonda Britton says, like, no one can be fearless alone, right? And so when we spend too much time alone or isolating and I know that tends to be something that I, I struggle with too is like, um, which I've become very aware of, that if I get quiet and I go silent, uh, that there's probably something going on and that I'm spending too much time uh, isolating, right? Not reaching out for support. So having ongoing support and mentorship is a way for me to constantly be reminded of who I am and to have people around me who can love me and support me along the way. And so, and that's the same thing I want to give to, to everyone else. So, um, I am so excited because I have, as a result of all of this and a result of my journey and everything that I've experienced in the last six years, um, I've really gotten clear on what it is I want to create. And so I have created, I'm calling it the self-love club. And it will be a membership site that will be full of resources, classes, courses, videos, as well as other speakers coming in and talking about the self-love journey. And um, so it won't just be me <clears throat> sharing. And um, it's really going to be a community of support to share, to 
be supported, to have that constant like anchor, that go-to to remind yourself when you are feeling lost or, you know, um, you're really unsure of where you're headed. It's really to help you come back home to yourself and to, you know, continue this journey and to learn to love yourself and your body. And it's so exciting because I feel like I've finally figured it out, <laughs> right? And I'm sure it will evolve over time, but it's really exciting to know that like this is the space that I want to occupy, right? It's like I'm putting my flag in in the sand and saying like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm creating. And so you're, you're going to hear me talk a lot about it because I just, I feel so passionate and so um, excited for this because I know through my own experience, my own journey, that like self-care, self-love, accepting yourself as you are is so important because if you don't take a look at that, if you don't do the work, that's when it affects all areas of your life. How you feel about yourself, how you feel about your body affects all areas of your life. If you don't believe me, take a look at your relationships. You know, take a look at your intimacy. Like, are you willing to be naked in front of your partner? Are you willing to, um, you know, have tough community? you know, conversations about what you need? Are you able to ask for a raise? Like a lot of times, especially as women, we think that, you know, it's our bodies that are the problem, right? We blame our bodies. We blame that, oh, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not enough, right? We say all these shitty things about ourselves. And the truth is, it's not about your body. It's not about your weight. It's not about, you know, your body has nothing to do with it. You think that it does. You think that that's the reason why you don't like yourself. You think that the way you look is why you don't like yourself. But that's not the problem. The problem is the shitty thoughts that you've, that have either been implanted in your mind or that you have thought about yourself. And now that's not to judge yourself or blame yourself or shame yourself about but it's just saying that it's the thoughts, it's the mindset, it's the thoughts that come in, it's the things you say about yourself, it's the negative self-talk, it's the the judging, the comparing, the, you know, it all stems from feeling like a failure or feeling not enough or feeling like um, you'll never be enough, right? It's all the thoughts that we need to clean up. The thoughts, the belief, the conditioning, the patterns, all these things that we have told ourselves over time or that at some point in childhood someone else said about us that we created this belief around whether or not we are enough. And I know in my own experience that came, it stemmed from childhood and it stemmed from many, many years of being bullied or picked on by boys, primarily boys, <laughs> and from other things that happened in my childhood. And so I've really had to kind of take a look at those thoughts, those beliefs, those patterns, where they came from, where they developed, and really start to shift those beliefs. And so that is why this work is so important, because prior to me doing this work, prior to me really learning how to love and accept myself. And it's still a journey. It's still something I have to work on. 
Um, it's not like it just like up one day, it's like, oh, now I love and accept myself fully, right? I still have days. I still have moments. I still need to practice constantly to, um, you know, remind myself of my beauty and of my uh, worth and of my, you know, I have to still keep my mind right. And so that's a constant practice. But through this journey, through this practice, it has helped me to heal the relationship with my body, to heal the relationship with others, and to see where I wasn't showing up for myself. And so it's such an important part of really living your fullest life. Like in order to be able to create the life you want, you have to be able to look at these things because our minds and our circumstances, our thoughts and our beliefs are creating our reality. So if you're not liking what you're seeing outwardly, that's when it's time to kind of take a look at what are my thoughts? What have my thoughts been? What are my beliefs? You know, do I believe in abundance or do I believe in lack? Do I believe in comparing and do I believe in worry? And do I believe in, you know, all these things that aren't serving me? Or do I believe that the universe is working for me and that I am, you know, loved and I am supported? You know, what are the beliefs that you have? And so when you can start to really dive into this work and to really start to see, you know, what your mindset is, that's when we can really start to make change in our lives because the lies we've been telling ourselves aren't true. Like they're all based on illusions. They're based on things that someone else said about us. They're They're based on things that we picked up in childhood. There's all these things that have happened throughout our lives and that we continue to experience that have created our belief about ourselves. Whether that be about who you are as a person or about your body, like those beliefs were instilled in you and they're not true and they can change, they can be shifted, but it takes ongoing support, which is why I've created the self-love club. And so I'm so excited to like be here. Oh my God, you guys, you have no idea. I feel like, oh my God, I finally figured it out. Um, and so I'm I'm really excited to bring this to you. So um, it's something that will not be available all the time. Um, for those who, you know, come into the self-love club once doors open, um, there there's only going to be a, a certain amount of opportunities to jump in. And so if this is something that you feel like calls to you or speaks to you, or you're like, oh my God, yeah, I need that in my life. Um, you're going to want to go over to lauriemarie.com, L-A-U-R-I-E, Marie, M-A-R-I-E.com slash self-love club and get on the wait list. And you'll receive emails and things that will tell you when uh, doors will be opening. So I'm really just so excited about this and I, I hope that you'll join me. As part of this journey, you know, I'm going to continue with the podcast and I'm really excited about, like I said, all the amazing women that we have 
coming up for you this season. Um, it's again, kind of a testament to show like how, you know, you can take a look at these things and, and really change your life. And that's what, you know, the self-love club is about. It's about taking your challenges, taking your struggles and really flipping a, flipping the script and really coming to the other side of that, which is what these women have done as well. And so uh, a little bit about season two. So, oh my God, these women, it's been so incredible to uh, to meet them, to, to get their stories, to, um, you know, photograph them. And, uh, and so I just wanted to give you a little preview about what's coming in season two. Um, one of my, like I said, my, you know, I went through the fearless living training program, which was a year long program to become a coach. And it was created and founded by, um, a woman named Rhonda Britton. Uh, she was like one of the first life coaches around, uh, She's been around for a very long time and she's like what I'd call a master coach and she is one of the best out there and uh, she created the Fearless Living Institute and really the work that she created, um, you know, I was very intuitively guided to Fearless Living and to that whole um, journey and when I came across it, um, when I found her and found her work, it just spoke to me and it was just a wholehearted intuitive yes. It was like, yes, this is the program for me. This is what I'm going to do to become a coach. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It was harder than any schooling I've ever done, including math. (laughs) Uh, And for those of you who know me, like math, like has always been kind of my Achilles heel. Um, But fearless living what can I say about it? You know, when I first came to Fearless Living, I had no experience with personal development work at all. Um, I had no experience with it. I had no uh, understanding of it. I just knew that this was the thing for me. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted a program that felt really legit. Um, There's a lot of coaching programs out there and they are not all equal. And you know, a lot, there's a lot of them out there that are like, become a coach in a weekend, just ask questions, here's, you know, a list of questions. And that's not what coaching is about. Like, um, and so I really wanted something that felt like solid and felt would give me a really great foundation. And that's exactly what the Fearless Living training program did. It gave me a solid foundation and understanding about fear and how fear works and how I process and how to support my clients and how understanding how they process. And, uh, it was really a great foundational program for me to experience. And then also to be able to give to my clients and it's life changing. Like I attribute a lot of my journey and a lot of what I experienced and what I have transformed in my life, uh, as a result to fearless living and to the work that Rhonda has done. And she has such an incredible story, um, and I can't wait to share it with you um, on season two. And so she's just one of the many guests that I have on uh, coming up for you this season, and it's oh, it's going to be incredible. Um, another incredible woman we have coming on, me, um, 
Drea, uh, she'll be talking about conscious parenting and how, you know, her losing both her parents and going through a traumatic pregnancy, uh, traumatic birth, how that transformed, you know, her journey and how she's showing up in the world and now helping other women um, through quantum healing and uh, trauma work, how she helps other women, um, you know, get through trauma and then also how she conscious parents, um, which is so, so important. You know, a lot of the things that we experience, you know, to date is because we were raised by parents who were not conscious, right? And it's not to blame them or shame them or say it's their fault. Like they knew what they knew, right? But um, but a lot of times we are, um, you know, if we're not conscious, we're just passing on beliefs and patterns and things to our children inadvertently. We're not even trying to do it, but it happens because if we can only parent to the level of our own awareness. And so the work that Drea is doing is really incredible in how she's helping other mothers become, you know, very conscious of how they parent. And so, you know, these women are creating a whole new generation of conscious children because kids actually come into the world very conscious and very awake. Um, when we were born, we were perfect and we had self-esteem and we thought, you know, everything was wonderful and beautiful until someone told us that we were wrong and that, you know, that's not the way things are. And so we believed them. We believed all the lies that people told us. And again, not to blame anyone. It's just, um, again, the people around us and their level of consciousness. And so I'm really excited for Drea's story. And then we have uh, Natalie, Miss Natalie Travon, um, she is an incredible advocate and actress and model, and she just so happens to be blind. She went blind at 18, and I had the pleasure and the privilege of meeting her and getting to understand how she is out in the world, um, you know, changing the way we see beauty. And so... Her story is incredible. Um, so many incredible stories. We have Carla sharing her story of healing her heart. And we have uh, Jennifer Adams of Runway uh, Red LA talking about mental health and beauty and how she's transforming the way we look at mental health. Um, we've got Lizzie Francis. She's fighting so for social injustice and sharing her story of, you know, um, beating anorexia and we have Brittany Wilson and how she overcome or overcame uh, conditioning you know through her experience of growing up in the inner, inner cities and how you know drugs and violence and gangs were just a part of everyday life and how she had to overcome the conditioning and everything around her uh, Anastasia Washington like she's on with us talking about body image and shaming and being biracial and uh, she's also a comedian and how she's changing the industry and um, about the way we look at body image and how, um, you know, what it's like being biracial. And so, oh, you guys, so many incredible women and incredible stories. Um, Nikki Collins, 
talking about how, you know, she shares her, you know, constant failing in relationships and how she realized that she was the soulmate she was looking for and how falling in love with herself actually led to her own, uh, the relationship she's in now, which is beautiful and loving and actually honors who she is. So there's so many incredible stories coming up that I cannot wait to share. And there's so many more. Um, but these are just a few and a few of the ones that I, you know, got the privilege of meeting uh, during my stay in LA. You know, I'm just so grateful to be here and to be at this point uh, on my journey where I now am clear on how I want to to move forward and how I want to help other women and it's through the self-love club and so um, I hope you'll join me over there I hope you'll join me in season two and hearing all these incredible stories of how women have transformed their pain into purpose and um I would love for you to uh, head on over to lauriemarie.com slash self-love club, get on the wait list. And then also while you're there, be sure to grab your free self-love meditation I've created for you. Um, it's a really awesome, <laughs> I don't know if I told you, but along the way over the last four months, I trained to become a meditation uh, practitioner. And so I've created my first, my very first self-love meditation for you. And it's really awesome because it's a, a guided meditation to really tap into like what it's like to be in your power and what that looks like and to discover really what you want for yourself, right? Because in order to really, um, you know, get clear on our desires, we have to be able to like go there even before it happens, right? So this is a, a journey of kind of visualizing what it will be like to be living in your fullest potential, your fullest self, your best self. So um, be sure to hop on over to lauriemarie.com and sign up for that so you can get your free meditation. And then also yeah, get on that wait list and uh, I'll be letting you know uh, through there uh, when the self-love club will open up and when you can become part of this community. So I'm so, so excited and so grateful that you're here. And please be sure to share this with anyone that you know that could use this, you know, anyone you think would be inspired by these stories, by the self-love club, by these women, <laughs> anybody who you know that may be struggling or maybe hurting or maybe is doing just fine but could really use kind of a boost of inspiration every from time to time. Um, I thank you for being here, for listening, for spending your time with me, and I cannot wait to see you for season two. <music> thank you so much for spending time with us today your time is valuable and we're grateful you're here 
please be sure to help us share the message of healing. And if you're ready to go on your self-love journey and you're in need of support, be sure to head on over to lorimarie.com slash self-love club and get started in adding more love in your life and loving the skin you're in.